Now, I'm not sure if you know this, but God has designed men and women to be very different. What is so interesting about our biblical roles in marriage, though, is that while they are opposite of each other, they complement each other to perfection. In this episode of The Marriage Conversation, we dig in to the complementary roles of a husband and a wife and how, when they are in the right order, God will bless your marriage more than you could even imagine. Today on this episode of Awaken to Grace, we're going to be talking about the complementary roles between men and women. You know, even all these thousands of years later, our culture is still asking the question, why are men and women so different? And friends, the Bible tells us our creator, our designer has created us with such different roles, but here is the key, complementary roles roles. And what we're going to do today is we're going to see how the main role, the main function of a husband is that he love his wife and that he lead his family. We're going to see that for a wife, her, her main role, her main function is that she is supportive, helpful, and affirmative. Well, when we get this together, when we get this right and husbands and wives come together in their unique but complementary manhood and womanhood, there is a strength that comes into our homes like nothing else because we're doing it God's way. So let's go to uh, Ephesians 5. This is where we've been for a lot of this uh, series. I'm going to start in... um Verse 31, just to remind us of where we've been, says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So here we are with that principle, right, of leaving and cleaving, and we're going to build on that. And it says, This mystery is profound, and I am saying to you that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So what we're going to talk about in this episode of Complementary Roles, I want you to think of it like this. What Christ does for the church, which he sacrifices for her, he loves her unconditionally, he laid down his life for her, he protects her. What Christ does for the church is what husbands are to do for their wives. And then, in reverse order, what the church does for Christ. And what these scriptures teach is that the church is to submit to Christ. We are to humble ourselves before Christ. We are to serve Christ. We are to be supportive of what his mission on this earth is. And what the church does for Christ in serving him, that's what the wife is to do for the husband. This is God's blueprint. This is his design. And when this happens, so again, picture your spiritual life, whether you're a man or whether you're a woman listening to this podcast. Picture what the headship of Christ is like in your own life. Picture how much you love Christ how you want to yield your life to him, how you desire to do his will. Isn't that a good and a healthy thing? And then picture what Christ does for us, 
how He promises to protect and provide for us, how He serves us by, oh, the sacrifice that He made for us. This is God's design. And so, you know, when we look at a home, when, uh, you know, where, wherever you are right now, if that's in an office building or a home or a gym, wherever you are, it's hard for us to really see what's, what's behind the structure, right? What we see are the decorative walls. What we see are the nice floors. We see the ceilings and the lights. What we don't see is what's behind that structure. And what's behind the structure are nuts and bolts that complement one another. With a nut and a bolt, you have similar threads, but opposite directions. And that's what a marriage is. A husband and wife are similar threads, but they're opposite directions. And the strength of nuts and bolts are in the combination. It's when those threads that are similar yet opposite, it's when they tighten And that's where you get strength. That's what holds the walls, the ceilings, and the floors all together. And when it comes to your home, I know that what we get most excited about is decorating, right? We want our walls to be painted. We want the floors to look nice. We're interested in the decoration. But what God's interested in, in the blueprint, (laughs) what real construction is interested in. Right now, we're doing a massive renovation at our church, and I promise you, our construction workers right now, the contractors, they could care less what color we paint. What they care about is making sure the walls are going to stand. What they care about is making sure the ceiling's not going to cave in. And so what we need to do in our marriages is we need to be very concerned with those nuts and bolts, that they're tight, that the strength is there, so that when the winds of this world come into our lives, it doesn't blow the house down. So how do you view your role? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, and how the strength is in the combination. And what we'll find in Scripture um, is that it, it, it shows us that the roles are reverse, but they're equal in standing. They're just as valuable in standing. Yeah, and there's power that comes in those, those roles even though they're reversed, a wife's role is to um, nurture and snuggle and <laughs> protect and provide. And the men is directly opposite of that. The men's role is to provide, protect, and then nurture. Isn't that interesting? Again, biblically, they are similar threads. Okay, it's not like you know we're way off base. They're similar threads. They're just opposite directions. So like you said, Sadie, a wife's role is to nurture and then protect and then provide, whereas a husband is to reverse order, protect, uh, I'm sorry, provide, protect, and then nurture. I was reading a wonderful book, if you've never read it, Bringing Up Girls by James Dobson. I read it uh, because we have two girls, and I've yet to read Bringing Up Boys, which I'll read next. Our boys are still very young. But in bringing up girls, I, th- I thought it was very interesting. Dr. Dobson uh, shows how the medical community has proven this. Do you know that when uh, a little boy and a little girl are born, from the age of three months all the way to the age of three years old, a little girl's brain is literally saturated in estrogen. A little boy's brain is literally saturated 
and testosterone. And what's interesting, he gave a story of a, um, of a fellow psychologist who she had a little girl and she was bound and determined that she was not going to raise her little girl with, you know, the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the common, what am I trying to say here? Like girl stuff? Like yes, princesses girl stu- and Exactly, pinks? exactly. She was not going to let her girl be a little girly girl because it's a stereotype. That's the word I'm looking for. She wasn't going to raise her children in the typical stereotypes. So her little girl gets to be about two and a half years old, doesn't have any baby dolls, no girl toys, nothing like that. And she walks into her little girl's room one day and she has a fire truck wrapped up in a blanket rocking it. Isn't that interesting? And then she has a little boy. And she decides, same thing, she's not going to stereotype it. She's not, so the little boy doesn't have guns and he doesn't have little boy toys. And she, when he gets about two and a half, three years old, he takes a banana and shoots his mama. (laughs) (laughs) And all of her degrees and all of her studying, she throws out the window and, and just relents and says, little girls are little girls, little boys are little boys. Why? Because God has designed us this way. And even from, you know, so many people today, you hear the phrase, follow the science. Well, from the ages, such young ages, this is the way God's designed us. And so it is in marriage between a man and a woman. A man's role that is so complementary is to protect. That's why a man, most men, if, especially if the order's right here, They work a lot. That's why they're obsessed with providing because that's how God has wired us as men. Now, we have to keep that in check. We we can get out of balance with that, but that's why it matters so much to a man. That's why it bothers a man sometimes if the wife makes more money than the husband. It shouldn't. That's probably a pride issue. But why does it trigger something internally? Because God has wired us. God's designed us to, first of all, be providers. And then naturally, we're protectors. We want to protect our children. We want to protect our spouse. And that's the same true also with the wife. But, uh, but then thirdly, men are nurturers. We should not leave all of the nurturing to our wife. Um, you know, our, our kids, even now, when they, when they get hurt, who do they run to? Mom or dad? Mama. Mama. And, that, and, and that's the natural order. Because what's a wife first and foremost? A nurturer. But being the husband, I don't need to just stand on the sidelines. I, I need, especially when mom's not there, men, we need to be nurturing. It's not our strongest suit. It's not our first order, but it's still in the list. We still should be nurturers. But when the wife is in her role and she's a nurturer, she's a protector, and then she's providing as well, uh, gosh, the order, the order is just so good. It complements one another. It's not a competition. It's complementary. All right. So we've got the blueprint. We've got the plans. We know what we're building. We know where the walls are going. We know, you know, every facet we understand. But now let's start tightening these bolts, Chad. And as you said, 
the reverse order and the power is in the tightening. So let's start with the man. We're tightening the bolts. What is the man's role in this? So a man's responsibility, this is his role. This is his function. A man is to love his wife. Men, let me speak to you for a moment. When the Bible says love here, it means agape. In other words, no conditions, no stipulations. You don't love her based on how she responds to you. You don't love her based on her actions or lack of. You don't love her based on how she treats you. It means you take the initiative. It means that you actually lead your family in the way that you love your family. When your wife feels loved and cared for, and that word care in Ephesians 5 in the original Greek, it means to make warm, to make comforted. It means to make secure. Your love for your wife ought to make her feel like the most secure person on the planet. You should affirm her in every single way. You should affirm her to the point where she does not seek affirmation. She doesn't seek affection. She doesn't seek even attention from anyone because she's getting it all directly from you. That is the way that God biblically expects men to treat their wives. And men, when we step up, okay, men are to step up, women are to step in. When men step up and we love our wives in that kind of self-sacrificing, that kind of intentionality, that kind of taking the lead type of love, oh, you are going to, you're going to bring out the best in your spouse. So good. Thank you, Chad. Um, Sadie, let's look to you. Um, as a wife and as a mother, we're still tightening these bolts. What is a woman's role? What is the woman's, the wife's responsibility in marriage? The wife's responsibility is to affirm and support and be a helper, be a helpmate. When you are affirming your husband and you are giving him the respect and you are, um, you're, an, you're an encourager and you are a helper, you're just strengthening um, his devotion to you and what he needs from you, he's going to, to get because you are, um, you, you're being his helpmate. So even if your husband isn't taking the initiative right now, wives, you take the initiative. You know, in, in our culture, we have this whole thing about 50 50. I'll give I'll give fifty if he gives fifty, or I'll give fifty if she gives fifty. No, the Bible didn't teach that. It's a hundred hundred. You give a hundred percent. So, wife, if you're discouraged because your husband right now is not loving you the way that Christ says he should love you, well, you know, you can go a lot further, a lot faster if you will fulfill your biblical command and love your husband, support your husband, be affirmative to him, and God might use your initiative 
to kick him in the rear and get him going. So don't wait. I think that's the thing that that I want to stress right here. Don't wait on the other spouse. You take the initiative. You begin to do what's right, and you will begin to see God work in your marriage. And that initiative and that intentionality is so important because it puts guards up for your marriage. So it guards you. If your if your husband feel feels fulfilled, and if the wife in the marriage if she feels fulfilled, they're not looking for outside sources to get the fulfillment. They're not um, looking at other other men or other women, uh, an affair or pornography or maybe an addiction to a substance or whatever. They're not looking to worldly pleasures. They're looking at their marriage and they're fulfilled because you two are one with Christ. And that is the design that God has given us for marriage. And let me say this right here. If you are looking outside your marriage bed, if you're entertaining the idea of an affair, if you are in an affair right now, if you are looking to substance abuse because you're not getting your needs fulfilled, well, let me just be frank with you. You need to repent. And I love what Pastor Craig Groeschel says. He says, if the grass looks greener on the other side, then it's time to water your own lawn. Boy, isn't that a great saying? So good. Yeah. So take responsibility. Don't live an excuse that, well, I'm not fulfilled, or my wife doesn't do for me, or my husband doesn't do for me what he or she's supposed to Throw those excuses out the window. Take biblical responsibility. Let it start with you. And if right now, if you are just giving an eye roll and saying, you don't know, I have been doing that. Well, let me just remind you, my friend, give God space to work. But no matter what, uh, you take responsibility. Don't let, even if your spouse right now, let, let me give you the full benefit of the doubt. And let's say that your spouse right now is dropping the ball in every way, and he or she is not holding up their complimentary uh, end of the bargain, their role, their complimentary role, and they're not holding that up. Don't let their sin become your sin. You take responsibility for your own actions. And I tell you, as you step into your role or you step up, to your role, then God's going to help you the rest of the way. And that takes us right into that principle, Chad, of of the men stepping up and the women stepping in. Absolutely. If the men would step up and if women will step in, you will complete each other, you will complement each other, and like the strength of the combination of nuts and bolts, there will be a supernatural strength in your home. There'll be a strength to your marriage, and when the winds of adversity blow, when temptation comes, when trials come, as they inevitably will, no, you will have the strongest of strong structures. Why? Because you've tightened down those bolts, you've done it biblically, and God is on your side, and God's going to help you. So, Sadie, remind us as we as we close this episode, remind us of those reverse roles one more time. What's the men's role responsibilities? What's the women's role responsibilities? Husbands, you are to provide, protect, and nurture. Wives, you are to nurture, protect, and provide. Beautiful. And there's the power. There's the threads. 
The walls are going up. The studs are going up. It's strength. It's God's design. So guys, thank you so much for joining us for today. Our goal with this entire series is to strengthen your marriage, to to give you the keys to unlock greater intimacy, to unlock greater partnership, to unlock a greater relationship with the Lord, to unlock your parenting. And, and we hope that uh, we hope that we're helping you with that. If we are helping you guys with that, we would love so much to hear from you. Send us a message. The email address is very simple. It's Pastor chad roberts at gmail.com so if you have questions about anything we've talked about or if you just want to give a testimony we would absolutely love to hear from you pastor chad roberts at gmail.com